Okay, so good morning everybody. Hi. I hope some of you got some good sleep on your first night here. Um, for the first part of the instruction, I just ask for your bright attention and then I'll guide you in. So I want to remind you about our foundational meditation practice and sort of help set our group tracks in this direction this morning. Okay. And then we'll practice together in silence. And Rob may join us. He's up, he's awake, he's had his breakfast, but he's not feeling great at this point. But he may come in. Okay, so are you clear what your framework for your practice is today? Um, and, you know, I don't know about you, but arriving on a retreat, maybe I didn't sleep well, it was busy yesterday, it was a lot last night. It's like, set your gears, set your engine in motion for our foundational practice. So, to tend to your body today, and the space in your body and just around your body, to cultivate and find skillful ways to let this whole arena fill and suffuse with bright attention. That is our task today. The energy body practices. But I want, because you've heard that word energy body so many times, um, for that word to become ensouled again for you if it has become flattened, oh, energy body, right? I have to fill this space with bright attention. And, right, let it become ensouled again. So as we begin, and I remind you this morning, take a moment to find what is it your soul burns for? What do you want? And why are you here? So that this foundational practice is not conceived of, oh, this is something I've got to do first, and then I get the images, and then I do the interesting stuff. But right from the beginning, we can turn this foundational practice into a root into the ground of soul. And what makes the difference between a foundation and a root? It has to do with the way we are conceiving of what we're doing. Am I just kind of like filling this arena with bright attention? It's a little bit sort of clinical. It might be nice, it might be pleasant even. It might have good samatha even. But I sort of do this thing. That's good. It's a good thing to do. But what makes it become a root into the ground of soul is our is letting this body, the energy body, start to become for us the beloved other image, the beloved other erotic imaginal. How does that happen for us? Through the ways we are conceiving of this body and what is possible what more there is to move into with the body, through the body, in the body. So switch on this morning your desire for being here. Good morning. <laughs> switch
switch on this morning your desire for being here. What you want, what switches you on. And then let me remind you of some foundations. Foundations and possibly moving into roots, into the ground of soul. So do you know for yourself the skillful ways that you have already established to abide? To abide in the body and the space around the body and fill this arena with bright attention? What ways work for you? Know that. We want to support this dwelling place called you to become suffused with bright attention, to become a nourishing abiding, a place we want to come back to. For most of us, it will require enough slowing down For some of us, and at times for all of us, it will require actually maybe a a revving up the energy. So sometimes slowing it down, sometimes turning it up to be able to have a moment-to-moment lived encounter with your breath, with your body and the whole space in and around and through your body. An alive conversation through your attention to not only establish the field of samatha but to let this arena become image for us. I want to remind you of why One very obvious why is there's a vast difference between treating our body and our breath and this arena as something to get good meditation with than to treating body and breath and matter and mystery as beloved, erotic, imaginal other. They are worlds apart. And this then knocks on through into our perceptions of all bodies of matter, of breath, of form. So why? Because it can become soul-making. Why? Because it's beautiful to nourish this arena. We're going to do something with our attention. We're always doing something with our attention. We're always making something with our perception. What are we going to make? And it is a foundation for our imaginal work. But today we're not eliciting images or seeking images. They may come. And if they're helpful in supporting this primary intention of body, wonderful. But we really want to have body, 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 body as our basis. Otherwise images um, do not become soul-making. This skill is 
it makes navigating emotions more interesting, more possible, more intelligent. When emotions arise and we have the whole energy body available, we get an immediate read on the situation, not just the kind of reflected read through what's, you know, the, the papancha or the or even the reflection of what's going on. We get an immediate felt read of, oh, here's this contraction. Okay, yeah, I can sense that. Wow. Right down the midline. Okay, can I soften and widen? And breathe. Okay, yeah. It's intelligent. Energy body is... The, the energy body awareness and intelligence is critical in navigating the difference between craving and eros. And these are worlds apart. For that reason alone, <laughs> wouldn't you want to spend all day just really, really developing this? It makes the difference between going into the realms of hell realms that craving and aversion can take us into and the worlds of soul that can open up through eros primary difference being that the 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 eros is opening nourishing beautiful suffusing divine the craving is contracting narrowing tightening does not lead onward. And we want to cultivate this energy body arena to build the container, to build this instrument, your instrument, for the possibility of soulful perception. We're building an instrument. Every moment we atte are attending, we are building something. So let's build this instrument. And right now I encourage you to not make this, to not let this become abstract at all. I encourage you to put your hands on your thighs and feel your contours of your body for a moment. Really let yourself feel your edges. Really, and as you do, let your hands be the... Um, emissaries of eros right the emissaries of your loving desiring heart not just things to feel my body right but let this be part of the conversation that your hands as emissaries of the heart of your soul can touch parts of your body right now Maybe your heart center. Maybe your shoulders. What wants to be touched right now? And how does she, he, they want to be touched right now? Let it be a conversation. You're active, but you're also responsive. 
find your contours. Find the living, breathing, animal angel of your body. The human animal angel of your body. Let her, him, them know that you are here. And do this at any point during the day. It's not kindergarten practice to touch. Sometimes we privilege in modern West the senses, the ocular senses, the vision, the higher centers. Come down, touch. Imaginal practice, soul-making practice is not one that goes up only. It can go in all directions. Down, 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 down. Deep into matter, into your flesh, into your blood, into your bones, can be filled with bright attention into your hips, your belly, your guts, the back of your skull and the space around your body filled with bright attention. So we build this instrument and please keep touching if you wish or even if you don't wish but know that it's skillful for you. Keep touching while I speak. That way at least I know you're awake. Because we're always engaging our attention with something, what are you making with your attention right now? So we build this instrument, we tune this instrument, and we make a container to be able to handle the charge that arises internally and externally the charge that comes to us. To handle this without disappearing, without hardening, without fragmenting, without merging, retaining and cultivating your singularity your singleness, your perfect singleness. Perfect here doesn't mean you're not without blind spots. Perfect, me, perfect singleness is this integrity of this one with these edges, with this bum on this ground, in this time, in this place. Breathing out. You are here. So practice today ways of looking and attending 
that lead to the harmonizing, the suffusing, the filling, the pervading, the loving, this whole arena with bright attention. Sometimes for you this will be breathing in and breathing out and letting attention follow the breath. Just know, just remember right now, use your uh, intellect for knowing yourself. Like what are your ways in that you know work? Right? Is it breathing with the whole body, whole body breathing? Right? Is it breathing with the different centers, sometimes breathing with the belly center to wake you up, the heart center, the head center? Know for yourself, clock this information. Be clear, don't be vague. Be specific, we're active in this practice. Is it for you letting go of the breathing at times and imagining light in different centers? Imagining an orb of light from the belly center permeating in all directions, through your hips, in front and behind, and from here emanating through the whole of the body and the space around the body. And right now as I say it, maybe some of you can sense these possibilities. Right? Or maybe the heart center, a gentle or bright light, like the center of the spokes of a wheel, radiating through the spokes of the wheel, horizontally, vertically through your whole body. Be specific. Know what makes the difference for you between being vaguely here and committing and pledging your attention to cultivating an instrument for soulful perception. Know this. So use your mind and be deliberate at times. So we want to become skilled and dexterous with a whole range of sensation from the subtle the luminous, the more etheric, gossamer kind of light vibration, right through to the, the dense, the firm, the meaty, the palpably, apparently concrete, whole range. Know for yourself if you uh, have a habit in that range of where you always go, right? And it's not that we're all gonna try and become uniform like some sort of color chart where we're sort of all perfectly equally from the dense to the etheric, right? We're different. But do know for yourself if you always 
go to I do you remember the um don't know if they still have the ready brick adverts there's an advert for this warm winter cereal and the little boy had this kind of red glow around his energy body right some some of us might have the uh, habit of just always going to the ready black ready brick zone right you know you might be e that might be easily accessible for you right beautiful wonderful great but just know oh yeah what about my bones can I have the ready break zone and am I somehow thinking that the bones are just this solid thing and the energy body is this other thing? What about the whole range from the ready break zone all the way through, through our flesh and bones, through the pockets that have not been inhabited for some time? maybe breathing deliberately into those places that have never come online yet. You know, like a balloon after it's been blown up and then it collapses back and the bits where the saliva sort of sticks and the balloon never kind of inflates again, right? Sometimes being deliberate with our breath, breathing in new life, to areas of this magical instrument. So tend with care, with love, with interest. If you get vague, um, sleepy, remind yourself what brings you here. Light your flame again in whatever skillful ways you know how, conceptually, with an image, with a aspiration, remembering who or what you serve, to switch yourself on. It is true that the energy body skill is marked by a restful, bright attention. It's not a, like, a pushing. It's responsive, receptive and restful, and yet that rest needs our active intention at times. So I'll name just a, a few of the habits of attention that you can look out for today when our practice starts to lose um, verve, lose vitality, lose, loses a kind of sparkle, what might be happening and see if these are so for you. So the standard one in the energy body practice is the simple just shrinking of attention and collapsing, on, collapsing onto an object. This will probably happen many, many times unless you've already been sitting for a while. Know that when it happens, the attention collapses from this whole arena into a thought, into a sensation, into a emotion. We lose the energy body and the attention just shrinks. We had no volition, apparently, in it. Everything just sort of, right now, okay, now this is the thing. And it might be that we see it in the thinking mind first, but as we get more skilled, we'll see it equally, if not immediately, through the energy body. Right, so notice this and work with stretching open, 
widening to the, widening the frame, stretching the fabric of your attention right across the frame in three or more dimensions, right? And you can use your hands for that. You can look at me for a moment um, and please use your hands for that at times. It's not kindergarten. And actually, there's nothing wrong with kindergarten. But, you know, sometimes we think, oh, when you're little, you have to do stuff with your hands and now I should be able to do it all like this. Actually, using our hands is really skillful. Stretching. Let's say you've collapsed your attention around something. And using the hands, the intention, the energy body. It's like sometimes right when I do that, right away, I feel the fabric of my attention stretch right through this whole arena. Don't forget your skull. Your skull is also part of your body. It's like, oh yeah. Don't forget the bones and the viscera from the inside, right through your thighs and your feet. It's like, yes, do use your hands. Don't forget your hips. Can anyone sense that? You know, when you sense, like, we're sensitive. It's like, oh yeah. Attention follows intention. Right? So play. And at other times you'll be very still, but don't make that, you know, some sort of habit that's um, dead. There's meditative habits also of um, particular objects of attention that are smaller than the whole body. If you've practiced a lot in traditions where you have a smaller object of attention, it's fine, it has its place, but it's not what we're doing here and it's not the basis for this practice. So if you you find, oops, yeah, my attention just goes to my breath at the nostrils, for example. Stretch and widen and open. Probably by now all of you know all of the reasons why you'll have listened to all the talks. So just pay attention to that kind of shrinking. There's a habit of, um, of conceiving that I'm doing this soul-making dharma all on my own in this little old body called me. That's a habit, a particular problem of modern, modern kind of habit. Right, where we, we don't even know, we're kind of working hard, but we're actually thinking in the background, subtly, oh yeah, I've got to do all this work here with the energy body. And then maybe in a few days I can have a nice image. Or who, who's saying that? Whose body is this? Whose attention is this? Whose desire to come and practice soul-making is this? The idea that we are a singular thing is a very recent idea. Take refuge, take community, offer yourself back to the community of what is seen and what is unseen, internally and externally. And this becomes a more joyful place of companionship. Let's um, 
establish the posture, <coughs> start to practice together. I'll guide us in with a few sentences. any point do stand for whatever reason whether it's through sleepiness or just sheer wish to stand and express yourself that way establish your posture upright and gentle and just loosening the jaw a little bit. We wanna, there's a lot of loosening that happens in this container. Loosen the jaw. Actually roll the hands a little bit in the wrists. We wanna loosen up the energy uh, pathways also. You wanna fill your skull and your hands with bright attention. We wanna have the channels available. Shoulders. Hips, give your hips a wiggle. Let the hips lead, in fact. Let them make their place on the map. Wiggle your toes. Notice already if you have any meditative habits. Some of them are good, right? The meditative habits can be good, they just might be limiting. And begin by remembering your intention. If you have a prayer, if you have a image, a way to offer yourself to this half hour practice. To offer yourself body, heart, mind. And let's start by checking you have your backside. Please don't let this just be an abstract idea. Let the word backside bottom bum. Let it be the concept that points you to the area. And then linger. Linger with your attention. Have I got my backside? That's not a yes, no answer. That's a let me feel out. Let me feel out into that terrain where the fleshiness or the boniness of my bum touches the cushion. Ah, yeah, it's coming online now. Your genitals, your hip bones, 
your belly, lingering. Have I got my backside and my belly? Have you got your heart, your chest, your ribs? This isn't a yes-no answer. This is a question that leads us in to a duet between our attention and the region of the chest and the heart. Linger, fondle, feel out, feel out through the ribs and the collarbones from the inside out, from the outside in and widening and radiating to the space around the chest. Fill this arena. Have you got your head? Not just as locus, apparent locus of attention very often, but as this magical skull that can be filled right through its bones and to the space around it with bright attention, the back of your skull above your skull, that gray matter in there, that magic, your forehead, your eyes, and have you got your legs? Let the word legs point and then linger till they thoroughly come online and fill and pervade and suffuse with attention. And your knees and the area around the thighs. It's a practice, it's not something you have to be perfect at. It's a practice. Please tend now this morning with everything that you can bring to the table to establish your seat. to establish this arena. And the whole field and tone and quality of this arena of your body and the space around your body, the hum, the vibration, the aliveness, subtle at times, at times maybe not. Please practice. So that we can more fully serve what we want to serve.
So please take this next half hour for walking practice. It's a gorgeous day out there. Maybe in here for you, if you're lucky. Um, walk in ways that allow you to attend, in ways that support filling this whole arena with bright attention. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.